Hey, everyone. Welcome into another edition of Basketball Babble, the NBA podcast where we talk all things NBA, the latest news, reports, updates, and we just kind of give our own commentary and spin on different things. Um, I am your host, Trev, and I'm joined by my co-host as always. And, um, you know, of course, the guys, you know, we've got Hefe and we've got TP, who is going by TP182. Shout out to Blink182. And uh, <laughs> we have a special guest in the building. Uh, we have DJ, um, also known as Digital Joe. Um, so give it up for our guest today. Um, DJ, you want to kind of give the people um, a little bit about yourself, um, you know, uh, what team you're liking this year in the NBA, all that sort of stuff. No no clapping sound effects. I did clap, to be fair. I did clap. Nobody else did. I don't know. Welcome, don't DJ. Know welcome, team. welcome. <laughs> Uh, so I'm DJ. I'm from the uh, Hampton Roads area, 757. I run a business. I'm an entrepreneur, run a marketing company, but also do a lot of online stores. I'm a big sports fan. I think LeBron's the best player ever. <laughs> I'm a, uh, I think I'm going to take, that, it, I'm gonna take those claps back at this point. We just started. We just started. Yeah, that's me. Eagles, Eagles fan for next year. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, Are we man. sure? Are we want him as a guest? Yeah. I mean, we could. We may have to rethink the strategy. We may have to rethink the strategy. We're all Cowboys fans, so it's like, ugh, you know? So Did anyone vet this guy before we, before we came? Did anyone vet him? Did, but we knew this was basketball, not football, so we didn't we didn't, we didn't, didn't verify that part. It's trickling over. It's, it's trickling, trickling over. It's You're right. Not, and I want to I wanna be on. I want to be on the week that we play the Cowboys, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, we got to make that happen. We'll, we'll, we're going to schedule that one up. We're going to schedule that one up. But, uh, DJ, thank you for joining us. Thank you for that um, great introduction. Um, let me let me talk to my guys, though. Um, TP, um, what's going on with you, man? How was your weekend? What's going on with you? I don't know if it's the light or anything, but I did. I think I got a little bit of tan. I was outside. We got to see You got tan. Really? Man. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I don't know how that works, you know. But, uh <laughs> We, I got to see Blink-182, a little, little bit of nostalgia. Um, what I heard Family Reunion, which is a very interesting song, but I can't say probably any of the words to that song because it's literally just the seven worst words. Um, what's the name? Carlson, the comedian. What's his name? George Carlson? That is the comedian name? Mm, I don't want to say something wrong. Um, <laughs> I think it's... But anyway, yeah, now we got to see... Um, Blink one eighty two this weekend, so that was a lot of fun. I've been I've been repping America, been chucking a lot of beers, yeah, and and waving a lot of flags. We got to clip that up, Hefe. Carlin. Carlin, I'm sorry, George Carlin. Carlin, there you go, there Carlin. You go. We got to add the American flag um somewhere in this edit, but um cool, cool. I'm glad you enjoyed your uh your weekend, man. Having some fun, um man. Let me check in on uh Hefe. How how are you doing, man? Um, I really want to check in with you because there was this really big game the other day. It was my Celtics versus your Heat, and at the last second, Derek White delivered like the craziest like game winner I think I've ever seen, especially in a in a playoff um, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, how are you doing, Cafe? I'm concerned. What's going on? I called you. I called you. Matter of fact, um, we're gonna put that screenshot up here of the call that <laughs> that I made at that time. What's going on? Is you are you okay, man? I haven't you know talked to you too much outside of you know the pre production. What's, what's happening? No, I'm just not Derek White, man. I haven't I haven't cried since since my my cousin passed, man, and I shed a tear out of out of my left eye when that yeah. shot went in. 
and I saw the Miami faithful celebrating and I wanted to celebrate with him. I really did, but I knew he made that shot and I knew he made it in time. So I said, no, I just sat there like this with my head down. And next thing I knew a tear came out. I didn't think I could produce them anymore. And, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know where to go from here. I saw Jimmy smiling and it's just, I don't, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm gray. That's why I had to throw the gray on today. Cause that's how I'm feeling. I'm just lost right now, Trevor, man. I need help, Trev. Trev, I need help. Well, uh, no, help. there's nothing I can do for you, man. The Celtics, I'm, if it wasn't the Celtics, I'd, I, you know, I'd, I'd offer you some, you know, support, you know, some words of advice how to get through this difficult situation. But I hope it continues for you in the Heat. I really do. I hope the Celtics take you out tonight uh, in Game Seven. So, uh, everyone, we've got a, we've got a Game Seven tonight. What, a, what an amazing day! It's Memorial Day. People are with their families, relaxing. Um, you know, remembering those that you know um, have protected this great nation, and we also get to experience a Game Seven. So, guys. Got to get right into it. Game seven in Boston, Heat versus Celtics. You know what side I'm on, so I don't want to waste any time with that. How are we all feeling about this game? Um, DJ, talk to me, man. Talk to us. Who's winning this game, man? Who do you think is going to win the game? Not even just, I know you're a Heat fan, but just like, who do you really think is going to win this one? I think he might. Oh. This yeah, isn't think, right. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's, he's going online to look at the odds right now so he can say the right team. <laughs> uh, but yeah, DJ, like what 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 do you think? And like who's who do you think is coming out this game? Who do you think uh I think the spread is like seven or so? I mean, do you think that who covers that tonight? I don't know if he can hear you, Trev. But uh, I, oh, are you talking to me? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and um, yeah. I just make sure everything you can hear everything. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Uh, so I'm definitely going with Heat. Uh, all the way to Miami Heat. I think we had our absolute worst game of mm -hmm. the series, and we still came within one. Even though Boston gave us the game in the fourth quarter, I still feel good. Like, okay. I, yeah, I feel like. As long as Jimmy Butler and Bam are at least hitting a little bit of shots and not four for 19 going into the fourth quarter, I think we have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always a chance. Anything can happen in game seven, man. Yeah. Anything can, can seriously happen. So it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be cool. And I'm not surprised you're feeling the heat, but that's a large number. The Celtics are laying at seven. I don't know, man. That's it, 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 good at some point. Then the Celtics might come in and then just, you know, do their this thing. It wasn't supposed to happen to begin with. You're right. The Celtics should have won in six. That's what no, should have been. No. I made the deal, and the deal was placed, okay? Yeah. And, and now nobody's answering my calls. I want my money back. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I had Miami in six, and now nobody's answering my calls. Jimmy, get it done tonight. TP, don't look at me. Don't look at me, brother. Don't brother, piss me off today. So, so we got to hear from TP because he's he is a um he he's on the outside looking in. He's not a Celtic or Heat fan. No, keep him on the out. Keep yeah. him on the out. <laughs> his, opinion, his opinion really matters here. His opinion doesn't <laughs> matter. Got two. The Knicks already lost. Got one vote for the Celtics. 
What's, we what's know who he's voting for. Yeah. Who's going to win tonight? I, look, man, I, uh, I don't really <laughs> – technically, I do have a dog in the fight, but it's, it's, it's not really – it's not a large dog. You know, I just have an, an agenda to uphold. And hopefully a certain a certain group of people uphold this agenda that I have going. I don't I don't know if it will, you know, because if if said individuals get to where they get to, hopefully they don't. But if they do, then you know I kind of have to look at my agenda and rewrite some things and figure out what, you know, how I really feel. But if we're looking at last game, I mean the Heat did the starting five, they all they all scored in double digits. So I mean, you, who is there to be upset about? I mean, who is there to be upset with? I guess I guess certain people went five for twenty one from the field. I don't know. One guy went four for sixteen. Um, the bench didn't really give you any help. You know, for those for those that don't know, TP, I got to say this on behalf of you. TP is not a big fan of Jimmy Butler. We don't have to. We, no, 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 no. We don't. We don't have to get into. We don't I just wanted want to put that yeah. out there because you're being very vague and very broad. And Joe, Joe we don't have to get. We don't have to get to the specifics, man. I don't. I don't want anybody to hear what I'm saying. And, you know, the universe, you know, there may be a certain breeze that's felt. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, something's not right. Let me let me go out here and do some things tonight. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not mentioning any names. I say anything. I just know that, you know, if, if Tatum goes off for another 30 ball, Jalen Brown goes for another 20. You know, and Derek White, hey. I, we were talking about LeBron going bald. Maybe, maybe there's a new bald bald sheriff in town. It's maybe it may be Derek White. You know, no. the bald guys are the great ones. He joined uh, Michael Jordan, being the only player, the only other player in NBA history to hit a buzzer beater in an elimination game. Derek White, Derek White, and he's going Derek bald. So, 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 what's next? So, so, does that move? Who knows what's next for Derek White? So no. that just automatically moves him up in the conversation because he's next to Jordan. All, all, all I'm saying is, all I'm serious? Finals, he's joined. He's joined finals, the generational talent. Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Jimmy Butler Derek joined uh, generational White. talent in categories, Derek and I didn't hear you sing a damn praise. I I Derek. don't know who you're. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, you I'm don't know who Derek. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Derek White. Right oh, now. you don't know. Hey, here's hey. a damn guarantee. I'm. Hey, here's a Charles Barkley guarantee. Miami is gonna win. Bam's going for 20, Jimmy's going for 30, and I don't give a damn what Derek White does. So yes. in, all, in, all, in all seriousness, I mean, it's going to be important. And that's in all seriousness, for sure. buddy. No, no, no. Buddy. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Hey, matter of fact, right. matter of fact, right. we're putting up 182 tonight. All right, all right, all right. That 182. So, I mean, it's going to win, but – um. A lot of the times the referees have like a big say on who gets the calls and how the game is flowing and, you know, kind of stopping guys when they're hot. If I ever see Foster, I'm punching him in his throat. I've got some news for you. So the NBA has announced that Scott Foster, Tony Brothers and John, I believe it's Gable, um, are the referees for tonight's game. You know, they always call Scott Foster for the big game. You know, whenever a game needs to go a certain way or whatever, it's Scott Foster and or Tony Brothers. Like we, we see these guys out on the court. <laughs> this this shows me this makes me think that the NBA has an agenda for history to happen and the, the Boston Celtics to win. <laughs> That's what this will make me feel like <laughs> it's okay because because Jimmy already went through the Scott Foster affair and won this season. So so and and the playoffs, mind you. So we're good. So, I'm ready. So let, we're let me, ready. Let me, let me let me drop let me drop a little bit. And I don't have the numbers in front of me at the moment, but a few episodes back we talked about Jimmy Butler and Miami Heat when Scott Foster is the referee. I think they are like. 
one and nine. They have a losing record essentially against the spread, but straight up, I think it's a little bit better, but still losing. It's not good. It's not good. Jimmy in the heat and um Foster. It's not, it's not good, but seven's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of points. So I'm just kind of like, uh, they could cover the game. Like they could easily cover the game, in my opinion. But um, and, and yeah, I, the NBA's not playing around. They lost, and I can't, they and I can't, they lost 13 of the last 14, and they're 0 and 5 this regular season. So and I can't be the only one that's seen the inconsistent ref calls throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't, I can't be the only one. So if I mean oh if gosh. we get some consistency this this game, I'll take it. You know. I think, tale, I think it'll be like a tale of two halves. Like it's like one half that he is getting the calls and people are like, man, they get no calls. <laughs> uh, we'll get it the second half and people are like, oh, well, you got them calls, you know, last half. So I, yeah. I think that'll be tale of two halves. I mean, but you have to you have to look at what the Miami Heat have done in the last three games. I mean, you you can't expect the refs to be in control of everything when you guys are going down by like 15, 20 points at a time. At some point, at some point it's, runs. it's on the players. It's on coaching. It's like, dude, it's the fourth. What are you doing? Like, what are you so but but then again it's jimmy and a bunch of undrafted free agents that they don't have no no no, no, no we're not we're not doing this now. we're not doing this <laughs> no, 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 all no, of a no, sudden no 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 is that is that is that not but is that not the truth are yeah, we not the eighth seed are we not the eighth seed with what seven undrafted players is that not the case is that is that not the case? When you, when you get out, when yes you were, or no? Yes or no? Or no? It didn't, hold on, it hold on. Matter. Wait, no, 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 no. But yes or no? But yes or no? As a as a super is that, smash is this, player, is this, so it, is this fact or fiction? Is this fact or fiction? When players all of a sudden start making excuses, it's called they they're calling Johns. It sounds like the Heat fans on this on this specific episode because before it was. Oh no, the Heat are beating everybody with a bunch of other free agents. Jimmy Butler's the go. Now all of a sudden it's oh Jimmy Butler's playing with a bunch of free agents and and, and, and undrafted yeah, undrafted guys. No, now no, 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 no. They're no, doing what they need to do. But I'm saying, is that not is that is that not yeah. what it is? No, for one thousand percent. But we were okay. singing a different tune a couple episodes ago when Jimmy Butler was when Jimmy Butler would uh, beat up on the Knicks when he beat up on the Bucks. It was oh he's doing it with a bunch of no names. Now all of a sudden it's oh well they're playing the Celtics a bunch of no names. Celtics just supposed to be players, I'm not trying to players hear that. get tired. Players get tired. Players get Jimmy can't Jimmy. do it all. Dude, Jimmy is carrying the team. War of attrition. It's a war of attrition. And that's that's what I was I was seeing I was seeing online everywhere. Oh, the Miami Heat have the best role players in NBA history. There was a graphic with Norris Cole, Shane Battier, somebody else. And then they had a picture up of um like Gabe Vincent or Caleb Martin. I'm like, all right. And all those players go to other teams and don't do anything. They well, only not, they, not, they, a, <laughs> not a, <laughs> have you heard from Norris Cole since he left Miami? Brother, have Norris you heard Cole, from Norris? Brother, Norris Cole has been retired for quite some time. I'm just. But have you that. heard? But 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 when he when he went when he left? Yeah, he was he him? was an NBA journeyman. Yes, of course he's he was an NBA journeyman. Yes, but but he did nothing after that. All I'm saying is, man, with the tune the tune all of a sudden has changed because things are looking a little scary now. You guys were up three zero, and don't everybody worry, I already gave you the guarantee. Dancing. Yeah. Everybody was like, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's Denver now. We're going, we're winning the NBA Finals now. All of a sudden, it's uh oh, big bad Boston. Big bad Boston. It, it's, 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 it's the stars versus the no names. Yeah. The, the problem yeah. is, is that now our starting point guard is hurt, Gabe Benson. I don't know how how good he is back, but now we're playing Kyle Lowry a bunch of minutes, and his best skill is flopping. <laughs> I was like, I never, never see a guy come in the game and flop as much as Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Al Lowry is a virus to what we're have, trying to do. Have LeBron and Harden beat on he the can only he should he, he should only be playing 15 minutes. 
Look, I've got him. Hey, I've got him. I've got him steamed. You were because when he's playing, because when he's playing 15 minutes, that, yeah. that he does what he needs yeah. to do. Yes. That's yeah. all he needs. But Amen. once he gets over that 15, yeah. he's 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 un, he's untamed. He's not he's not right in the head, man. I know. I think I think I think the breeze is the breeze is is picking up. I think we need to move topic before somebody <laughs> feels yeah. the breeze. Uh, it's know, getting a little exciting. I don't know what's going on. All I know is. is, all I know is that tune. The tune has shifted a little bit. That's all I know. The tune Don't worry. Shifted. We'll win game seven. We'll be in the finals. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 keep – we have a lot to talk about today. For your sake, I hope – for y'all's sake, I hope y'all right because Lord knows. You know. All right. The band is tuning up. <laughs> Just know the band is tuning up. The band is tuning up. Ain't that what, ain't that what Shawn Michael says? Yeah. Tuning up the band? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got some bars to kick. Don't, don't worry, brothers. <laughs> So don't worry, we're about to put him in a sharpshooter tonight. There's all over. There's been some uh some uh news around. I'm not. We're not getting screwed tonight. There's no Vince is gone. You don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. Brett Brett was the real guy. The Boston screw job motive. Come on, Trent. Let's let's go. Let's move to the next. (laughs) Let's have more to talk about. So Carmelo Anthony, he announced um that he is retiring from the NBA after I think was it 18 or 19. Um, seasons officially um after his retirement his official announcement lebron james remains the only player tentatively active still in the nba from that draft class i mean that is insane i mean he has stood the test of time um i've already said he's you know you know the goat you know how i feel about that but he is the last of a generation um currently playing um, but yeah, the focus is not on LeBron. It's on Melo, of course, and his legacy. Uh, there's been a lot of conversations about, you know, which team is going to retire his jersey. You know, obviously he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I think I heard the um, the Knicks say something that they were going to retire um, his jersey. Um, there's that whole conversation about what do we do with uh, the Nuggets uniform? Because, you know, Nikolai Jokic is currently wearing um, uh, his number. So it's kind of like that weird thing. Why did they even give it to him? That type of stuff. Um, so impact legacy, um, man, um, top 75 player of all time. I mean, this is a walking bucket. Um, I mean, just from college, I mean, he, this guy was just like legendary, but, um, yeah, he hung it up. Um, it's weird because he didn't play this year, but, um, you know, he felt it was time to make that announcement. So, I mean, what is your guys takes on, um, on Carmelo kind of officially announcing his retirement? Well, look, What's and I told, I, I told okay. TP this offline um, a couple of days ago. I said if they actually cared about Melo in Denver, they would have never gave Jokic that number. Yeah. Never. Yeah, Melo's got disrespected a lot throughout his career. I, I will say that. He got disrespected a lot. <laughs> but but also, I think Carmelo got in his own way through his whole career. It's like – yeah. He did it his own way. I, I agree. Yeah. Kind, of like, kind of like AI. They just kind of did things their yeah. own way. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I, I do have a question on like when is it acceptable to say like a player officially retires because he didn't get picked up by a team versus like he still has something left and he's just like, hey, I'm retiring. It's like I feel like they should almost like d- different that. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 hear, I hear what you're saying. I feel like it's when a player like stops his routine. You know, like whatever routine he has to uh, be ready in the offseason or to, um, you know, kind of prepare. I, I don't know if he's sitting there patiently waiting for a phone call. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, 
like I don't I, I doubt he was doing that but like let's say maybe in the past year or so like his routine like he's not um you know hitting the gym every day at, at five or six a.m maybe he stopped doing that he was just like you know he told himself whenever I stop that that's that's it I, I don't know but I would I would think it's something like that because to be a pro athlete you just have to do certain things like just every day you gotta eat you gotta do these things and as soon as you stop it's pretty much over I would think um or it's hard to get back in that rhythm so I, I guess we'll never know until uh you know he comes out and says it himself but I mean he wasn't playing I didn't think anyone's gonna pick him up either so um yeah you know I think I mean Melo Melo's had a pretty illustrious career even though he didn't really have too many playoff successes he's a gold medal winner Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he may have one scoring title. But we, I mean, we all know Melo's a prolific scorer, one of the best in the, the game has ever seen, arguably a top five offensive weapon. Didn't really do much on defense except in his younger years when he was with Denver. He did go to the Western Conference Finals in 2008-2009, obviously um, falling to the soon-to-be NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers, obviously in the West Conference Finals. He did get to the second round with the New York Knicks once they lost to the Pacers. With I believe that was a Paul George year where Paul George was almost the face of the NBA if had it not been for the Miami Heat and LeBron James. So, I mean, Carmelo Anthony, for what it's worth, was, you know, just a couple of steps away a couple of times. But that rookie of the year, I'm a LeBron guy. I don't know. That was that, that was too close. That was way too close. I mean, Knicks, when it, when you had Knicks Melo versus Miami LeBron, it's, it's always been that's always been in a um so it's been a very exciting matchup to see Melo versus Braun when they were playing against each other on the court. Because if you look at some of the numbers, I mean, Melo was outscoring Braun yes. <laughs> in a lot of those affairs. Melo, Melo was giving you everything you wanted and more. Mm-hmm. It's just that either his team wasn't enough or, you know, as we, as Joe said, you know, Melo kind of got in his way. And when it comes to him not getting picked up, unfortunately, you know, at one point he didn't want to sit on the bench. Understandably so. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But you have to look at where you are in your career. I mean, Dwayne Wade came off the bench. Obviously, LeBron's never going to come off the bench. But, you know, you kind of got to understand where you are, what it is that you offer to your team. And when in the way that Melo scores a lot of time, he does have catch and shoot. But most of the time he gets the ball, he gets into a stance or, you know, three-point stance or, you know, backs you down. And in some instances, you look at that and you look at players like that. Obviously, he's Carmelo Anthony, but with play styles like that, you kind of call those guys black holes. Because mm-hmm. the ball goes to him and you're not getting it back. Even the Mon Shumpert the other day he presented a story where, you know, he got the ball or Melo got the ball. This was Amon Shumpert's rookie year. And Amon Shumpert's open and Carmelo takes the shot over two or three defenders. And Iman's like, what the fuck? Pass me the ball. And Melo's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. A, your foot was out of position. And it takes a high-level player to understand that that person wasn't ready to take that shot just by looking at their body and where, like, how they're positioned. But – you know, it's just like, hey, Melo has the ball. That's it. And I mean, we we expect that from our superstars. Kobe does that. Michael does that. A lot of people want LeBron to do things like that when they say LeBron makes the right play. And I'm not here. I'm not bashing LeBron in that instance because a lot of times LeBron has made the right play. But you know, that's that's what you want. Even if you you live or you die by your superstar, ultimately. And Carmelo was the epitome of that. You know, you live and die by your superstar. And Carmelo was going to take the blame even if he missed the shot. Even if other guys. We're like, you know, if you're going to look at the analytics, they were negative 20 on the, in the box score and he's like plus 15 or whatever. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't lead to victory. Melo's always going to lay himself on the sword. And so, you know, I, I wish him the best in his endeavors post his NBA career. You know, maybe he gets in the podcast and maybe he does whatever. Maybe he has some investments, spend time with his family. 
do all that good stuff that NBA superstars do. Maybe they can line them up alongside Charles Barkley and them inside the NBA. That would be quite the uh, the lineup up there. I, I could see something like that happening. But um, yeah. Funny, Belarus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so we've got some more things we want to kind of discuss with the guys. And um, we've got to talk about LeBron, of course. You know, we always got to talk about LeBron. He's not even playing right now, but we're still talking about him. So, you know, the Lakers, they got swept, um, unfortunately. You know, they should have called that last, you know, attempt, you know, a foul. But it's it's neither here nor there. He could have missed one of those shots and maybe the game was over. He doesn't get a Derek White moment, okay? But um, there were reports that came out after, um, I guess in the past few days, the past week, that he had a torn tendon, um, basically, in his foot. It's going to require surgery. Um, LeBron is always um, notorious for kind of playing through these injuries. Um, he'll show up in the presser, you know, post-game, he'll be in a walking boot, and people will say, like, come on, man, this man ain't hurt, or something like that. And it's just like, we never really know. And that's, you know, to LeBron's, you know, effect, he kind of, dramatizes a lot of things that's just you know what he does sometimes but um we just don't really know and you know he's been such an iron man uh for so long in this uh in this league that you know we're just kind of like he's not hurt that bad but um if he needed surgery and he was playing like this I mean that's one that's amazing um but two um at his age getting a surgery having to recover from it um he's already talking about retiring I mean is this the end of the line for him I personally don't think so I think he plays or tries to play till to 4-0 you know I think he plays to 40 I think he wants to play with his son um I think that he's just kind of you know getting the whole uh we just got swept conversation out of everyone's mind and versus like I was hurt um you know all these other reasons you know and and that's what some of the you know the great ones do they don't want to talk about that they'd rather talk about something else change the narrative but do you guys think that this is the end of the road do you think he's bluffing as usual are we going to see LeBron at 80 on the court um in October <laughs> what do you I know? will I will say is I don't think it's an excuse because I saw his explosiveness like disappear mm-hmm. like when he got when he got hurt before the all-star break or whatever that was he definitely wasn't explosive after that wasn't it wasn't it the game with the Mavericks was that the game um uh, they were down crazy exactly. the yeah. I think it was again yeah. it was like a prime time game against the map yeah yeah I think that was the game so I definitely do believe he's playing hurt and he came and he pushed as much as he did, but I don't think he can go out like this. I, I think, I don't think, like, he like yeah, I, I don't think you can go out with a suit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but he got, if he got to miss half the season and come back, like he would do it. He is not going to be like, I got swept as my last, like my last NBA moment is not going to be like, like trying to throw it. Like that's not, I don't think he wants that. I really don't think he does, but uh, that's, that, that's me. Um, what about you, Hefe? You think this is uh LeBron's last dance. Do you think that was his last dance? No, I've been, I've been, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, don't, don't choose that wording again because MJ, MJ is the only one who gets a last dance. Yeah. But um, other than that, uh, as far as LeBron goes, man, this is, this is a very tough call because I know we had the LeBron special and I know I said he'd go on to play with his kids, but now with this injury at this age, um, I don't know if he could remain a, a full-time starter in the league. Um, that's my biggest question mark. I think he should become a bench player. Honestly, I think he now being a bench player doesn't mean you don't play the full game or don't, yeah, I mean, doesn't mean you don't play all these minutes because you know, he can come off the bench and still play a cool 25 to 30 minutes to get okay. for the game. Okay. That's not happening. 
that's not happening? That's, you don't that think that's so, going to happen? Why? That's so Why? disrespectful. Why? Because, he, because he's that LeBron? So, correct. That, that's so disrespectful. But what if it happens? <laughs> then you heard it here first from Hefe himself. He better be LeBron, LeBron off the bench. He, he better be in a wheelchair and coming off, you know, um, to start with the second unit. That's the only way it's happening. So. That's fine. I, go, I, matter of fact, go ahead, start and, and, and end your career off with an injury. I'd love to see it because then hopefully everybody will stop talking about how he's better than Jordan because I'm tired of it. I've seen LeBron in the game, late in the game, getting blown up by 30 points playing and everybody else is out. So I don't think even the coach can tell him that he's going to come off the bench. I think if LeBron decides that he wants to play, he's gonna be a starter. <laughs> but it's like he just, I agree. yeah. Now, how effective he is, that I guess that's a question for everybody. But I think in this league, if he can still give you twenty to twenty-five, mm. I mean, he might not do LeBron things, but I think he's still gonna give you twenty twenty-five. I got, I gotta agree with that one. Ah, so I guess more, it's my turn to speak about. Uh oh, uh oh, more than for this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> what's his, what's his, what, oh, Ramon. LeBron, Ramon James. <laughs> his government, correct, yes. yes. What his mother name, um, correct, yes. Hailing from Akron, Ohio. That is correct, yes. Giving us 20 years of, or 19 years of excellent. uh, in, excellence. Um, no scandal. You know, even, even as a proclaimed LeBron hater, as myself, of, you know, of my magnitude, I, 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 I would... I would dare say that I am a Hall of Fame member of the LeBron hate fan club, for sure. It's, it's because of his fans, not because of him, because he's an excellent player, 1,000%. Um, playing with a torn tendon, I don't want to in his foot. I, I play basketball with flat feet, okay? I don't want to hear any of that. You're, you're a superstar. You're 6'8", your body, you spend a million dollars every year. I don't want to hear anything about a torn tendon. My feet are flat as the pavement we walk on. All right, buddy. It's not an excuse to get swept. All right. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I do have flat. No, no, days. you're not. You're not kidding. It's no, no, excuse. no. LeBron. There's no, no LeBron. He, he, he literally he he put his all on. The, he put like everything on the line in that um, game four. Sorry, they got swept. <laughs> game four. I didn't even get to say game seven. I almost said game hey. seven, but it wasn't game seven. It was game four. He put he put it he put it everything on the line. Um. I know he did say a couple of days ago that, you know, he, he doesn't know because he doesn't want to disrupt his son's legacy. So he doesn't know if he actually does, he, you know, he never really asked if his son wants to play alongside him. So, but they've had that conversation. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, he, he just has to say that, you know, Savannah was talking to him, you know, she obviously wants LeBron to come home and spend time with the family. I'm going to assume that this is not the last we hear LeBron James. If we're going to be, if I'm going to be completely objective and transparent here, this is not the last that we see LeBron James. And I, saw, Hefe, I, I saw do not believe he's coming off the bench. There's no way that LeBron's going to come off the bench. LeBron, hey, look, I, I did see a report yesterday about his son. They said his son could go to Cleveland and he may return home. Lord, no. Well, <laughs> that's one thing he won't do. His family's already, they're already, um, they're already established in LA. They're already, you know, and, kids are growing and up if, out there. And if LeBron let his son go to Cleveland, I think is he's a bad father for that. Because he saw what Cleveland, he saw what Cleveland did. You have to look that up. That is hilarious. Look, Cleveland, you saw, you saw what yeah. Cleveland did in his career. Cleveland yes. did his around. He was going to the NBA playoffs with Mo Williams. Yeah, Mo Williams. <laughs> he said that man's a bad father. That's crazy. Look, Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland's on the up and up now. They went to the playoffs this year, and they and they still lost to uh. Yeah, they still lost. 
Yeah, to the Knicks. To the Knicks. I mean, that's hey, but they're they're not bad. It wouldn't be a bad situation for Bronny right now. It's it'd be a you better situation than what LeBron went into. So I you're only that. you're speaking fondly of them because the Knicks won. That's that's the only reason. That that's not true. I like Darius Carter. Darius Carter's my guy. He's a hooper. Smooth. Donovan Mitchell. Smooth that, another guy you don't like. You know, I don't have to say anything about Donovan Mitchell right now. I don't want to talk about Donovan Mitchell. But we'll talk, we'll talk about, about Darius Carter. They talk about Evan uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, talk about those guys. Good players. Not Mitchell. Yeah, great players, but no, I, I don't. I don't think this is the end for LeBron. No way. He doesn't. He doesn't go out in the sweep. And you know, LeBron is always going to control his own fate, his own destiny. He's always done that. So this is not the end. The only they're going to have to carry LeBron off on a, off the court on a stretcher. That's the only way LeBron will retire. I agree. Well, at least not until forty, probably. Yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that. Well, um, we talked about one player, you know, LeBron, who um, is approaching the end of his career. And we've got another guy who um, his career just started, but it is looking like it's almost over. Um, John Morant, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's gotten into this uh, second scandal, you know, with his, uh, with his firearm situation. And um, recently he posted some cryptic messages on social media, on IG. Um, and it was very... Um, how do I say this? It was very like sad sounding. You know, he posted pictures of his family and called them out. And um, he basically ended his story just saying bye, you know? And so the discourse has been, oh, he's uh, feeling um, emotional or this sounds suicidal or all this stuff. And I'm just like, when I see something like that, I just think he's about to quit social media for like a few months. Like that's, <laughs> I don't think too deep into it, but people are writing think pieces on, on everything he does now because he has highlighted himself. Um, and no one made him do that. And now it's just like, is it because Adam Silver has already told him what the suspension is going to be? Like, does he know he's going to be out of here for a year? Um, that sort of thing. So, I mean, what do we think about Jaws kind of like recent kind of takes on um, Instagram? Do you think this guy is is depressed? Do you think he's, um, you know, what, what do you think is going on in his headspace right now? I, this reminds me of when I was young and I, my girlfriend would be mad and I would like text her that I'm sick or something for her to come and take care of me. It's like, it's like, it's like almost like, hey, did you know I got in a car accident? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, yeah, try to change the mood up. I, I think he's like, I think he's looking for some sympathy in it. I think he's kind of messed up. And I think it's just a road for him to kind of overcome and, you know, grow as a person. Like, I think he's young. He has money. He feels he's unstoppable. And I think... He, he done ran into somebody that Alan Silver just kind of put him in his place and let him know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I Unfortunately, I think they may uh, have a, like, make kind of an example, honestly, because yeah. it's just like, yeah. the conversation was like, Alan Silver was very shocked it happened, like, a second time. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, con not concerned, but just, like, I'm very intrigued by what the um, consequence will be eventually, um, you know, so. But Hefe, I mean, how do you how do you feel um, about uh, Mr. Morant? Morant. Uh, it's it's unfortunate that it's really just come down to all of this. Honestly, I mean, these young kids today, it's it's hard to to get a, a scope of them. And and as I also know, a lot of millionaires and stuff are depressed. So, I mean, it's rightfully so he he, he deserved to be checked on, man, because we never know what's going on in these kids minds. We never know, you know, what's going to happen next. So I think he deserved to be checked on. Um, do I think he was going to do something? Not really. Um, 
but I do think he should have been checked on. I do. I, I am for that because of that, because of what he put online. I, I 100%, especially with, with all the exposure he's been getting and everything that's been going on. I, I think somebody, somebody needed to check on that man. Somebody. The Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies need to assign him a handler. Like, Somebody that just is with him everywhere at all times. He's just, he's in the background. He's in the photos in the back. He's in, he's in the Matter car. Fact, like somebody who, who, who just did, like is with Matter of fact, they need to call, what's that? What's the guy Jerry Jones uses? That's who they need. Uh, I know who you're referring to. I yeah. Just, cause that, cause Jerry got him. Jerry's got one. So they need to, they need to call up. Yeah. They need to yeah. find one of them. And keep the follow around uh, Zeke Elliott after Zeke got into. Uh, Exa- yeah, exactly. Follow Zeke and Des. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely does. Definitely, yeah. he was definitely especially followed Des after the altercation with his mm-hmm. mother in public. Yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. that's who they need to go ahead and uh and find and and employ immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that one. What about you, uh, CP? About job? I mean, you know, mental illness. She's, or you know, not mental illness. Um, I guess mental illness. Uh, wherever you want to word it, but those those are very serious matters, and you know whether he's actually depressed or you know, just doing this for social media because he is part of the younger generation that do a lot of things for social media. You know, I can't call it. I would never say that he's, you know, faking it. It could be a crowd for help, like F.A. said, and they could have very well needed that welfare check because who knows what he could have done. And then they just said like, oh, well, you know, this is just me stepping off social media. And if that is the case, bro, you, there's no reason to do all that extra shit, man. Like, just just say I'm, I'm and you don't even have to say anything just be all social media because that's ultimately what we're asking you to do you know what i mean if you want to yeah. play with guns because i mean politicians and stuff they post pictures with guns all the time and they do a whole bunch of reckless stuff anyway half of america and the nra they want guns all around our country they want them all in the field <laughs> up down the east coast in the middle of america so <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with having guns now is there However, I haven't seen the NRA come out and support uh, Mr. Moran. I have not. We know that. why they haven't supported Mr. Moran. <laughs> well, they haven't. They haven't said anything, so we can't. We can't say why. We know why they, they haven't said a single word about Mr. Moran there, but we're not going to get into that now, are we, brother? However, not brother. With that being that's, said, that's I do brother. think that John Moran needs to take. He needs to take a break. <laughs> he needs to step down and yep. take a break and reevaluate what needs to be done about himself and those around him. Whether Brother. those are the issues or he being the issue himself, he needs to take a step back, chill out, be off the internet for the foreseeable future. And if if it is an issue that he says he has, like like you know, like alcohol or whatever, stop drinking. I mean, hey, I know, I know sometimes you gotta take a break, man. I I've blacked out one too many times. Dude, Joe, you-, you don't have a story with me, but the other two people on this on this call have multiple stories with me and being drunk. So I know when I know when you gotta take a break. Job, you got to take a break, brother. Yeah, let, hey, let bro. this hey, breeze hey, get you hey, the right way. Hey, take, take, a, take, take a break, like take off and Jesus, exactly. And, and I think it's easy to take a break. If somebody tell me, hey, I'm gonna pay you $50 million a year and you don't gotta drink, you can't drink no more. Best believe I can quit. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think it's not I, I think. Yeah. I'd be the most soberest person <laughs> you ever met. You'd be like, oh, he drank before? You gonna pay me 50 mil? Don't even please. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even step foot in another restaurant again unless they didn't sell any sort of liquor. Oh, like, oh, you sell you, nothing but water and juice here, right? Bet say less. <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah, man, go throw. Yeah, and never- he get paid like two hundred mil. They get paid like two hundred mil. Yeah, and he's at his endorsement deals. It's not even just yeah. like, that's going on. But um, Austin, you better lose the Nike check. You not. You don't recover from the Nike check. No, man. you don't. You don't. You really don't. You really don't. Look, Kyrie, you know he's. Anyways, I'll move on to the next thing we well, have. Adidas is signing uh, Kyrie, and that's that's funny in its own right. 
given Adidas very very interesting so you know it's bottom line type of business out here so anyways uh, let's talk you see an air you get it but it's just like let's let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks okay um so the Milwaukee Bucks fired their head coach Mike uh, mental health is what I meant not mental illness I'm sorry for those we hear you uh Mike Budenhauser after the collapse against um you guys Miami Heat um they fired his ass uh he's out of here he's done um and they have already set to hire Toronto's assistant uh Adrian Griffin to be their next head coach um so when I hear this I hope Giannis was involved in decision making um with this I hope he had Meadow talked to him before um, they decided to move forward with him. Um, I don't know exactly who else. I think I heard uh, Nick Nurse was uh, one of the guys that uh, they were looking at, too, which I thought would have probably been a good hire because he's a good coach. I think he was looking for a different environment, honestly. But they got someone from Toronto still. They got um, their assistant, Adrian Griffin. Uh, So what do you all think about this? Um, I mean... Giannis with the new coach. Um, I, I think he'll be honest. I'm not worried about that. But I always thought they fired Budenhoser prematurely. Um, he did just win a championship. He did have issues with clock management, and these things before he won, but then he won and that kind of put a band-aid on things. But I mean, he still had the number one team in the NBA. He had injuries on that roster. Um, so what do we think about the new coach? Do you think this was even a smart move, anyways, to just kind of get rid of him? You feel like they <laughs> Because I feel like if something goes wrong, the coach is the first one to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think the NBA has a culture of the coaches being the, the blame guy. Especially if you have a superstar on your team, mm-hmm. they, the coaches kind of take the fall for it. But I wanna, I'm more worried of who puts these pools of coaches together? Like, how do, how do, how do you go from a, a name brand head coach to a guy, an assistant coach, and you're like a game away from a conference championship and you go to an assistant coach? Like... <laughs> like how do you think that's an upgrade so i've always wondered that i've always wondered that but then it's just like i feel like these guys are just really good interviewers i don't know they have to like, <laughs> tell themselves really well because it's like darvin ham i didn't know too much about him but he was on the buck staff last year he was the like assistant coach or something like that and then look at it. i mean he has lebron and then ad but it's just like still it takes some sort of um like ingenuity to get your team to the western it's a lot you have to deal with and it's like a major media market it's everything else so i mean he just he probably knows something or has he has a skill that like we just don't know about like these guys that kind of go like assistant to head coach and they have some sort of skill that we just don't know about until we see it you know I, that's what I believe because they tend to work out honestly like what we've seen lately but um I gotta agree it is odd that the, the pipeline from assistant coach that you've never really heard of to head coach of a uh um uh, a major franchise I like, guess it's, it's interesting to me for sure yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't think it's a, a, a bad signing. I mean, he was he was on that Toronto Raptors team that made history, or that he was on that staff. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, maybe Nick Nurse had worn out his opportunities, and you know, want want to get a fresh start. And Adrian Griffin may be a player's guy, maybe a situation where the players like him more than Nick Nurse. So, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving him a chance, but it it, it is a little interesting to see, like, all right, how did just like you guys are saying, like, how did how did the Lakers end up hiring Darvin Ham? And then no, you I, see Darvin no, Ham I, not making any real adjustments, so he doesn't really look like a coach. He's kind of like one of those placemats for LeBron to, you know, run his run the organization the way he wants it run. Um, I don't. I mean, maybe it'll be the same situation with Giannis Antetokounmpo with um, you know, Adrian Griffin. It ends up being where you know Giannis just basically runs the show, and 
Adrian's just the scapegoat in the event things go awry or don't work out. But again, he he was with the Kawhi Leonard for uh, the Kawhi Leonard Toronto Raptors and ended up winning the NBA title. So, you know, he can't be too far off. And Nick Nurse is in the cellular backcourt, so the tutelage may have helped. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Good luck. Uh, personally, um, assistants do more than head coaches, in my opinion. So I think that's where they get them from. Um, they realize their work ethic and they know that they're what their potential is. So I think that's how they pick them out. Um, obviously we don't know their names because we're not around all these other people. We just get to hear the head coach names. Um, nobody praises the assistants, but they work harder than the head coaches, believe it or not. Um, so praise to Griffin, man. Um, but I hope for nothing but unsuccessful ventures um, because I am a Miami true fan. So um, nothing but unsuccessful ventures for you out there, brother. And he, you know, he was, he was, he was also under Tom Thibodeau for five years and he was under Billy Donald, Bill, Billy Donovan. So it's okay. not like, you know, he, he's had a fair amount of teachers to really show him the ropes and two FA's point assistant coaches are very active among, you know, they're one of the more, active among the staff so and, know, and yeah. assistant yeah. anywhere is, at, does more at, than a man mike brown look at mike brown i mean coach of the year i mean coached up sacramento remember who's exactly. so yeah and mike brown gets a bad rep just because of the lebron situation because mike brown has pretty much always been a good coach wherever he's gone they've, they've won wherever he's been so yeah. to some extent at least you know they they don't really lose that much when mike brown is on the staff so right right all right, so um, so we have a guy, um, <laughs> Dwight Howard, who is seeking his last shot at professional basketball. Um, he's talked about um, playing in uh, different countries. Uh, he's tried to recruit players to play with them. I mean, do, does he need to give it a rest? I mean, what do, like, what's going on? What are we doing? What are we doing, Dwight Howard? Like, <laughs> uh, you got your thing, um, but now what are we doing? Um, I think he needs to have a conversation with Carmelo Anthony. That's a good starting point. Already. That's a good starting point for him. Um. <laughs> I will say this though, man. When he when he was out there, uh, he was doing what he needed to do in China, man. He he put on a show for them. But as far as coming back to the NBA, it's a yeah. whole different ball game, brother. Yeah, I agree. You, and and I don't think I don't think that's something you're ready for anymore. Uh, so either stay where you are or, you know, just call it quits for good. That that's, yeah. that's my opinion on him right there. I think it's not a lot of space in today's NBA game for like those traditional centers, like Dwight Howard anymore. It's like, if you can't really space the floor, you just get eat apart like Aiton does. Like he is a good player, but yeah, he's like, he has that same problem. He can't space the floor and it causes issues. Yep. That's yeah. good. And I love Aiton, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love DeAndre Ayton for? Uh, He's a great player. We talking about centers, basically. Um, no, no, I, no, I know. No, I heard. I heard everything. I was just okay. trying to figure out why FA loves DeAndre Ayton. That that is my. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. It was a genuine it. question. Why? I, I, I just. Yeah. I don't. I just. I just watch him play, and I. I just. I. I. I just. I just like him. I don't know. I, can't, I, I watch. Can't I watch him. You literally describe nothing, Hefe. You just said. I, I, I just. You just. You just said. You like said I, I just. It's one of those things where it's like you can't describe it. You just like it's on the yes. screen, and you're like you're just glued to it. Like it's just that's, one of those. That's, it's that's like, like how I talk about the love of my life, not 
All right, all right, all right. Okay, you're just yeah. You know what? CP, you you really pissed me off this episode from start. Dwight Dwight's not coming back. You guys, you guys have all made valid points. He cannot stretch the floor. He's also very old. These guys are getting younger, and they are they're just faster, more skilled. You know, he, he's yeah. a strong guy. He, he has he, he has a good home in China, man. Just hoop out there, man. The NBA's not for you anymore. The game is past you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even taking shots. The game is past him at this point. The game is past You're right. The game is past him. Hefe, I was just messing with you, man. Don't need to get upset. Don't text. You don't have to text your girl. It's okay, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm <laughs> – <laughs> I go, hey, right after right after I make my flight out to Boston tonight to go watch this game, I'm circling back to whoop that ass. That's right. Heard it here first. You heard you heard it here first. Um, but before we before we talk about the future ass whooping some more, um, got one more thing that I want to cover with you guys. So the Denver Nuggets, um, you know, they have reached the NBA Finals for the first time um in uh their team history. Pretty monumental moment. Um, shout out to them. That's a great team. You know, I was mad they beat LeBron's team, but um, they're a really good team. When your number two player is putting up uh, 30, averaging 30 in a series, um, it's what can you do? What can you do? I mean, they just had an overall better team. They were the number one seed for a reason. Um, so they they handled business. They did what they were supposed to do. Um, being a number one seed um, just looked dominant um, throughout few close games, but, you know, they ended up kind of just closing them all out. So um, congrats to them. Um, but, yeah, what shot do they have at winning the NBA Finals and who are they going to be facing? So we kind of gave our little takes on, you know, what we think is going to happen in the game set tonight. But um, I think that they will be – it'd be interesting matches for, for either side. Whoever wins tonight, I feel like they might be a little gassed, but at the same time they've been playing – while Denver's been sitting and they've been sitting for over a week. So it's like you have that kind of going on. And then you have, um, you know, whoever um, wins game one is going to be in Denver, you know, and players always talk about the altitude and getting adjusted. They're athletes and they're saying it's tough. So, I mean, it'll be interesting game one to see how that goes just because the Nuggets have been sitting for so long. Um, And whoever wins game seven, yes, they'll be tired but they've been playing, you know what I'm saying? They're just more in rhythm or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, you guys got anything about Denver reaching the finals? I mean, I had my doubts, you know, because it's just like, oh man, they had a good regular season, but never reached the finals or Western Conference or the good. I, I, I think it's the next year this year. Uh, I'm a really big Miami Heat fan, but I'm also a realist. I do think, I think we won't be able to deal with Jokic. I think, I think he's just going to be kind of too much. And I honestly think he'll be too much for either whether he plays Boston or Miami. Mm. I think, I think it's not going to be enjoyable seeing him on offer through the series. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely think it's just their year and they're going to, I think they're going to pull it out and kind of take it all the way this year. I can see that. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I could totally see that happening. No matter who um they face they are just a really you know good team i think after game one or game two we're kind of see how adjusted how rested they, how you know how the team coming off of game seven versus the team that's been off a week we kind of have to see how that goes first and then after that i feel like we can kind of like analyze you know a little bit better who's probably going to win the series which i, I do lean denver i think on FanDuel um after they won against the lakers i think they were like minus like 200 something to win the nba finals this is obviously before game six and, um, you know, for Boston and uh, Miami, but 
that was interesting. I was like, dang, like it's just like <laughs> it's all on Denver to win. So um, but yeah, uh, what about you, Hefe? Uh Denver, man, they're a really good team. Shout out to Jokic. I, he must have heard me when I told him he ain't getting the real ring because it's, it's yeah, looking, you said that a few. Yeah, you, you, you did say I, that. You said, you said MVPs only, no, no, no real. Uh, I, I said he won't, I said he won't see a real hardware. I think I might even said him and you, uh, and <laughs> B might not get out of the second round, too. I may have said that as well, but I definitely know I told him he never get no hardware. So, this guy, uh, he's making me eat every word I said about him. Um, but I will say this, man, breaking news while we've been on here, Miami's already booked their flight to Denver. So, so they already know what's happening tonight. Oh, really? Uh, they okay. did. Yeah. Breaking news. You want to see? Breaking news. You see that? Yes, sir. It says right here. Heat have Denver flight booked. Well, I mean, I think that's a good precaution thing to do. I think the Celtics have probably done the same. I would, I would. <laughs> no, I didn't get that. I didn't get that report. Not to do it. I didn't I get that report. That report hasn't come. Not to do so they, because they, 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 don't to, they don't have to advertise and broadcast that stuff because they just know it's something they just they just do so um but i'll say this it would be very disappointing for the celtics to reach the finals in two consecutive years and lose you know like that's that's also kind of something i'm thinking about as well um nuggets this is their first time as a franchise reaching to that point this is the celtics second time potentially second time in you know two years getting to the finals i think that you know if anything kind of gives them a, a kind of sort of an advantage a little bit um just kind of being you know more versed in that but i don't know we'll we'll see um the celtics kind of were making that west coast trip last year you know kind of back and forth across the country maybe they're just a little bit more um you know mentally just kind of prepared for that type of stuff um you know when they're going to golden state and stuff but we'll see i think um i think either way it shapes up it could be a good uh you know series for sure um and you might see some surprises but ultimately i do think denver has the you know the best team in the nba right now so um we'll see about that but um i got anything else that you uh that you got for the nba she wanted to bring up any breaking news that, uh, well, i was gonna say that denver was gonna be resting anyway because the titles wasn't gonna start until june 2nd so they probably already started practicing whoever they're gonna play against what well, It'll be interesting to see who they play. Tonight's going to be a big night. I, I I'd say good luck to the, the Heat fans on here, but you know, I have a little bit of a gripe for what I they think, did to, to the team in New York. So, it actually starts June 1st on Thursday. June 1st, June 2nd, one of those days. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna say anything because TP's gonna be on that. Don't correct me in public thing. I wasn't gonna say. Oh it. no, I already it's told it's him. I'm correcting him correct. every chance he, every chance I get. I've I'm corrected him. I've corrected him one too many times. So now he's he's on his get back. He has a yeah. long mountain to climb before we're even close to even. Oh my god! All right, guys. But well, don't that, worry, I'm climbing. That is it for today's episode. Get your, get your sticks. Babble, um, check us out. Give us a rating on our socials. Um, DJ, you want to give the people um, where they can find you, um, promote your brand? Uh, yeah. So um, I own a marketing company, higherlevelbranded.com. You can reach out there and reach me if you have any marketing needs or anything like that. Cool. Appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, thank you for joining us, DJ. This was cool. Um, I, I enjoyed the conversation as well. I'm sure I think TP um yeah definitely enjoy the back and forth too but um yeah so check us out and um we'll be back next week to be discussing the nba finals of course and uh kind of seeing how that started to shape up a little bit so 
really interesting episode next week. Um, we got to have you back on at some point before the end of the season, um, you know, officially. But yeah, good talk. And um, we will be back next week for the latest episode of um, Basketball Babble. Until then, uh, give us a rating.